Welcome to another episode of the No Feeding Tubes Show. I'm your host, Yvonne McLaren, and I'm here to help you live your best food life following or during head and neck cancer treatment. Thanks for listening. It's great to have you here. This is a lived experience and one that I think is better shared. And if you like the show, consider supporting it by showing me the love on the show link. Every little bit helps. So grab your favourite beverage or your walking shoes and let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 40 of the No Feeding Tubes show. I'm your host Yvonne McLaren and in this episode, the last episode of series 2, I'm going to be talking about food confidence and meal planning. And in many ways, um, I've decided to talk about this because for those that have been following me on Facebook know that I've just come back from a five-week epic walk. I walked the Camino from Porto in Portugal through to Santiago de Compostela in Spain. So there's a lot of meals in there that I've had to navigate. And part of this episode, episode 40, I want to dedicate to some of the things that I learnt and... uh, talk again about why why meal planning is so important. And for those that have been listening for a while, know that I have talked about meal planning's importance before. And I want to touch on it again because I think it's a really important area that head and neck cancer treatment patients need to really focus on. And I think As some of us get further and further away from our treatment day, uh, we get a little bit demotivated or a little bit slack or a little bit, I can't be bothered cooking for myself because, you know, I'm going through a difficult swallow time again. So that's why I want to touch on these areas again today. Before I jump into that, I just want to talk about the end of Series 2, which is what this episode is going to be. It's the end of the Series 2. Episode 41, I'm going to go into Series 3. Now, Series 3, I'm going to change it up a little bit because depending on where you come into my discussion here on the No Feeding Tubes show or you're watching me on YouTube, you could be anywhere on your after head and neck cancer treatment journey. So you could still be at the stage where you're, you know, celebrating eating a lightly poached egg. Uh, Or you could be like where I am now, um, eating meals fairly regularly, or you've managed to tackle something that you haven't been able to have before. So, or somewhere in between all of that. So that's why I'm going to keep going back to areas that I know uh, resonate with you as someone who needs some help and guidance and motivation for uh, eating after head and neck cancer treatment. And also it's some of those areas that I know from a lived experience are important and I need to remind myself too. Uh, But the importance of meal planning, you know, I've talked about this before, it does give you clarity it does take away that overwhelm and it does give you an opportunity to reassess your nutritional intake and making sure that you're covering all those food groups and 
in meal planning and not just haphazardly eating things until you get really good at it, um, as most of us do eventually. But, um, you know, I think meal planning, even when you're on the road like I was, and one of the reasons I chose this particular walk, this route, if you like, on the Camino, and there's a number of different um, walks or routes or routes you can take if you're in America... Uh, I chose this coastal way because, well, A, I love water. B, it, I knew it was going to be less travelled by other pilgrims. And C, there was a higher chance of me being able to actually eat the food that was going to be available on that particular walk. And that was because I researched it and I knew that there were fishing villages, there was going to be fresh fish, there was going to be soup, there was going to be shellfish... There was going to be rice and there was definitely going to be coffee uh, and um, Portuguese custard tarts, which I've decided are the new food group. Uh, and I can eat them quite easily, particularly with a good coffee. Uh, so that's why I chose that particular route. And menu planning, I kind of thought, well, there's a loose plan right there. You know, soup, rice, fish, you know, and beer. Um, and coffee, you know, you know, everything's covered there for me, really. And um, you know, there was, I was burning lots and lots of calories per day. You know, I would have been burning a couple of thousand calories a day. So I had to make sure that I kept that food up um, to keep myself going, um, notwithstanding the fact that I was burning through calories. And and I did lose quite a bit, well, quite a bit of weight. I lost about four or five kilos in the end. So meal planning, it changes as you uh, move along your own personal food journey. And I think meal planning is is very important because if you know the basics, then you can be flexible when you're not near your own kitchen, which is what my walk was all about. You um, You know intuitively what you can add in and take out. Uh, when you're in foreign lands, for example. Um, you know, one of the questions that I got asked was, how do you know what to order, on when you're in a foreign country? And there was a classic example when I was in Spain somewhere, Vigo, I think I turned up, and that was a brutal walk-in. I'd um, cut the back of my leg open. I'd uh, been walking for about seven hours. It was a really... I was on my own and uh, I got into the city late and, you know, in Spain everything shuts down about 2, 3 o'clock. It's very difficult to get a meal, um, as I discovered. Uh, And I found a a cafe, a restaurant, and I thought, well, what am I going to do about eating? They're serving wine, which was a good start. But how did I know how to decipher a menu that was predominantly in Spanish? I don't speak any Spanish, very little and I managed to navigate that because I had enough culinary expertise and my catering and chefing days gave me enough French to know that while I was reading, I could pretty much pick out the sorts of food that I was going to be able to eat. <clears throat> if you've listened to episode 39, I talk about self-motivation. Meal planning helps with that self-motiva- self-motivation. excuse me, And it gives you food direction. Um you know, it, 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 it's a very underrated thing, meal planning, menu planning, 
because it does give you confidence and it does give you some basics, some foundation to be able to manipulate that and play with it and and be um, you know flexible in terms of what you can do if you're not around your normal kitchen or your daily life as I was for five weeks. And it also meal planning also means that you can take control over your body and what's going into your body and managing any allergies that you might have, any food allergies that you might have. You can maintain those uh, through meal planning. And sometimes um, your peripheral awareness of what you should consume versus what you can actually consume um, you you gain some food confidence as I did on my trip and uh, there are a number of areas that I gained some confidence and not only food and different foods, I also gained confidence in eating in public, eating with others, uh, managing that eating process, um, you know, particularly when I was exhausted or tired or not feeling very good. So all those things I had to learn how to navigate and I had to do on my own and I had to make sure that I was eating enough food to counteract the exercise that I was doing on a daily basis. I had food that I didn't know, didn't understand, that I had to navigate. So I did have to start meal planning a bit and the longer I was in a country, obviously the better I got at understanding the food and what was likely to be available to me. And in some cases, I explained to people what was going on with me. Some people cared, some people didn't really give a rat's ass, and I had to just take all that on board. So <laughs> that that was some of the, the uh, experiences that I had whilst I was on my, my walking tour and my food journey. And I think being in Spain and Portugal, particularly having that tapas and those smaller little food offerings was really great. So if you're in Spain or Portugal listening to this, I'm here to tell you that that is something that we don't have um, readily available in my country, in Australia, those small little taste, I'd call them tasting plates, tapas, you know, those tiny little plates of things that you can eat and if you can't manage it then guess what you haven't wasted a whole meal it's just a small plate um as a matter of course they put down olives bread oil um and if you don't want that you have to send it away but you know i often just nibbled at the olives i didn't find eating olives particularly easy i did like the big green olives um they're no easier or harder than a calamata olive, a black olive for me. The difficulty for me was getting the flesh off the pit um, using my teeth and tongue. That that proved to be a bit challenging at times, but, um, you know, nothing that a cold beer didn't fix in the end. So, um, you know, gaining food confidence in meal planning and Everything that I talk about in the Mind Food Body Program has got me to this point where I was able to do this walk solo and get the food that I needed in to counteract the exercise that I was doing. And um, for those that watched my individual movies at the end of every day, you know that some days were good, some days were bad, but mostly the overall experience was fantastic. Um, I had some beautiful seafood soups on the beach. I had garlic bread drenched in butter and garlic that 
um, I could rip up and put into uh, my soup. Now, somebody, if anyone's listening to me and, and they know this, a, a friend of mine, um, she told me that in Spain they often pull the soft bit out of the bread and just eat the crust. And she said to me, Yvonne, you should have teamed up with someone that was taking the soft bit out because that's a bit I could eat. I could eat the crust if I really dipped it in soup. But um, it, it, there was a word for that and I, I've just forgotten what it is. So if you know about that, I'd be interested to hear your version of that uh, and what that's called in Spain when they... Uh, I noticed that they deliver fresh bread every day in Spain to homes too and I, I just think that was wonderful. It was a wonderful experience. So, uh, you know, food confidence and meal planning. All the meal planning that I've done over the last few years certainly culminated in this trip for me. It enabled me to pick and choose, uh, eat well and experiment and, and eat with other people, most importantly. It was um, a wonderful journey for that uh, and I can't overemphasise how important meal planning is. And um, go back and listen to episode 39 if you haven't uh, and I talk about self-motivation, self-talk and having the control over the quality of your food journey which is really what I implemented on this walk from Portugal to Spain. This is the end of Series 2 and I'm going to go into Series 3 um, with Episode 41. Uh, it's been great having you on this journey with me and in Episode uh, 41 I'm going to be talking a little bit more about what I'm eating, what I'm listening to, what I'm reading and what I'm working on from a physical, mental or spiritual point of view. I'm going to look at um, slightly differing the email. Uh, if you're a subscriber, you'll get an email from me every week that gives you an update on what's happening on the No Feeding Tube show on podcast or what's happening on YouTube, what I'm doing and some of the little resources and things that I create uh, as I go along on this food journey and as you come along with me. So I'm going to just change that email offering a little bit and... Uh, talk about some of the virtuous things that I've discovered on my uh, Camino Santiago walk which um, I've just completed in the month of October. So thank you for joining me here today. Um, if you haven't already please subscribe and uh, get notified when I put some new information and resources out and I look forward to you sharing episode 41 with me. Until the next episode, take care everyone and eat well.